Did you know there is a type of sales opportunity with a success rate of 91% and that most salespeople are missing those opportunities every single day? Welcome to Serving Not Selling. And here's our big idea. When you build more relationships, you have more leads, more leverage, and more life. Finally, you can build your business on your terms by cultivating relationships and serving people with consistency and intention. Let's get into it. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Serving Not Selling. We're going to talk about a topic that both Tyler and I really care about. And as you know, our tagline for Serving Not Selling is more leads, more leverage, more life. We want to talk about the more life piece. We want to teach on that for a few minutes as I hope that it's an encouragement. And as always, agents, if this is a message that you believe in, if it's something that you found helpful, please share this with your friends. Rate, download on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We're doing this show. It's totally for free, right? We're doing because we want to serve and impact you. We hope that you will help us impact more people. Please share it with friends. But today we're going to talk about specifically trying to find balance, right? Finding a life of rhythm and understanding what that looks like. So we just want to teach on that autobiographically a little bit. And first, let me say, neither of us are perfect at this by any Mm -hmm. means, right? We are good sometimes and bad the others, Uh, but we're trying, right? And we're learning and we want to go through this journey Mm -hmm. with you all. So man, Tyler, Mm -hmm. what's some of the first things that come to mind when you think about trying to be, you know, quote unquote balanced? Um, Yeah, it it is. I mean, I think it's part of the pursuit that we do all the time. You guys are going to hear us as we talk uh, um, next or this coming Thursday to Emily about all of this. But like um, balance is really just about identifying what's most important. And I think that the best gift in the pursuit of balance is recognizing that something really matters to you. Right. Like so, I mean, the reason you and I do this, G, is we try to create leverage for people to be able to pursue the things that they care most about. That's the more life part of it. I mean, identifying, you know, what it is for you and I, it's spending time with our families, it's spending time investing in our church family and in the community. So what do we do or to, to allow for that? So, you know, that is what balance necessarily is, is putting the right amount of time and effort and energy into the things that create the space for us to be present with the things that matter the most to us. So the balance is almost like, you know, it's not doing the same thing of, you know, work, life, play, like it's not doing those in equal proportion. It's, it's putting in the right amount of time in certain categories. So the output um, is exactly what you want it to be in terms of time with family, the things that matter most to you. It's different for everybody, but for, for each of us there. So, I mean, it's, it's the ultimate pursuit. I mean, and it's, it's a moving target, which again, we talk about that all the time too, because life circumstances change, you know, my, our kids require more attention or maybe more time and energy when they're a little bit younger, because we're not sleeping as much and because they need more hands-on direction and guidance. So balance looks a heck of a lot different with younger kids than it does when they're 16 and, you know, driving around town and doing their own thing, I'm assuming. But so, so balance is kind of, it's a, it's a, it's different buckets that you fill up in different way ways. And it's a constant conversation. It's a conversation with yourself. It's a conversation with the people closest in your life, your wife, us, the people, your, your friends that, that, that know you intimately well, so that you can make sure that the right buckets are getting filled up the right amount. I mean, I mean, what do you think, man? You're so good at it in terms of your perspective. I, we talk about the bouncing balls all the time. I know that's a huge mantra that you implement in your life in terms of focus. And I mean, I want to hear you talk about it. Yeah. And I would say, you know, I, I want to start off with just failure. Like, you know, so I have a pretty, you know, anybody that knows me knows I'm, I'm pretty intent about protecting my time. Right. So I work at nine, 
done at five, right? Ironically, right now it's past five as we record this to get it done, right? But, you know, almost every day, nine to five, boom, done, take a 30 minute lunch with my family. Um, but, but understanding that one of the struggles that I tend to have is that I, I tend to speed up family things to make sure I get to work on time instead of the other way around, mm-hmm. right? And I'm convicted by that reality mm-hmm. of, you know, I, 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 if I've got something for work, I'm like, I got to get it done, got to get it done, and my family can wait. But if I'm having breakfast with my kiddos and it's almost nine and I got to get started, I'm like, sorry, babe, I got to get started. Right. And mm-hmm. so just as a, an honest uh, uh, reality of where I am, but yeah, I mean, I, I try to be, you know, people give me a hard time because I'm very scheduled and like you talked about the buckets, Tyler. So I have, you know, multiple businesses that I'm running. I've got a lot of important things going on. And so I create buckets. Um, people hate the idea of time blocking. I don't call it time blocking, I call it buckets. You know, I've got a bucket for my real estate team. I've got buckets for our training company. I've got buckets for the podcast, buckets for everything that we're trying to do, right? Writing a book. And anything that comes to me, if it doesn't fill those buckets, it, I don't say yes to it. Mm-hmm. And if it does, I know exactly where to put them, right? So now I literally have it set in my schedule where I'm open for meetings, any general meeting from three to five on Wednesdays, that's it. So when someone says, man, I'd love to get together. I mean, I might say no, but if I say yes, it's great. Here's, you know, I get together on Wednesdays, three to five. My next opening is this time. Can we make that work? Right. I'm not trying to be a jerk, I'm not trying to be better than I am, just highly protecting my time. You know, we've all heard it said all the time. Like if I look at your schedule, I know what your priorities are. Mm-hmm. Right. So I even protect time in there to have a, an hour a week of, of family thinking time. How am I doing with my family? Right. I shared on one of the most recent episodes, excuse me, or actually that will be coming out soon of my team always ranks themselves spiritual, the five circles, spiritual, family, financial, business, and personal. How are we doing? right? Where do we need to improve? So just gaining awareness. And again, like you talked about Tyler balance is impossible. It's purposefully being out of balance and like doing things with intention, right? The worst thing, the, one of the worst habits I think we have as real estate is business people or just people in general, right? Is um, I remember when I was working in an office a lot and someone would pop and be like, yeah, what's going on, man. And they'd, they'd come into the office and then they'd sit there for an hour. And I'm like, I just wasted so much time. Not that they're not important, but like, what was the point of that? Right. And now I'm going home to my wife an hour late. Like that doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. So I actually had to get in the habit. They'd pop in and I'd say, Hey man, real quick. Is it urgent? No. Okay. I'm sorry, man. Can it hold? Like, you know, and they'd give me a hard time. And I would just say, man, I'm not trying to be rude at all, but I'm trying to get done so I can go home and be with my family. I've got to protect that time. I can't just give it away. Right. When you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. I don't want to say no to my family. So I'm very intentional about that. Now, an area I'm terrible is to take care of myself and Mm -hmm. refueling, right? To make sure I can take care of everybody else because I do Mm -hmm. live so scheduled. But I think Mm -hmm. it's just, it's a challenge. Like you said, Tyler, it's always reprioritizing what's really important. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. am I actually paying attention to what's important? Yeah, man, that's, you hit a really good point. I love that you, uh, that about you, like the ability to say, hey, let's check this for a moment. Is it urgent? Is it something we have to do right now? Can we can we talk about it tomorrow? Carve out some time specifically for that because you're protecting um, you're protecting your your family effectively. What's most important yeah, to you? You've right. got your priorities really really clear in line. And I know you've heard me say this before, but when I you know I look back and I think about some of the best players that I ever played with, the guys who were real real like superstars that you would know their names if you said them. Whether you've watched one game of baseball in your life or a thousand, the guys like you know Manny Machado and it was the the most famous guy I played with in my career. Right. Like, so 
but many examples. And that the first thing that all of those guys did that were elite was they took care of themselves. And so mm-hmm. when I say that, that's a really, really good example of being elite at that of, you know, in your sphere and in your, your vocation, you're, you're taking care of yourself in that you're protecting your, mm-hmm. your family. You're defending your priorities. You're defending your buckets. And those guys did it in different ways. It looks different as a baseball player than it does as, you know, a team leader. Um, but they, they took care of themselves first and, and they prioritized that. And then the, le- the next two things that, you know, all of them did really, really well is that they, they knew exactly who they were. So they knew their strengths. They knew what they did. Well, they knew that they were the faces of the team. They knew that they were the leaders in the clubhouse. They were very, very conscious of who they are. I call it saying they had a clean mirror. They, it wasn't that they were extremely excessively arrogant. They just had a very clean mirror when they looked in it and they knew exactly who they were. And then the last thing is when, when the lights turned on, those guys, showed up like when when the when the games got the biggest and the 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 innings it got late in the game it was the biggest moments those guys showed up so i got a little tangential there that's cool your your example made appropriate it's cool to think about though you know they protected their time so when it actually mattered they were there like that's right on there right you know uh and it's hard to be present i mean let's just be honest with everything going on it's really hard to be present you know one piece of practical advice that i give that i try to stick to it's hard but i have a list of people a small list of people who can get my attention whenever they want it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, nope. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you got, mm-hmm. it's got to be scheduled and mm-hmm. it'll be, I'll respond when I'm able to respond. And again, that sounds so bad. And we've grown up in a, in a, in a society that's like, that sounds prideful. And you know, you're putting mm-hmm. yourself too highly and like, no, I'm just trying to protect my time that's to right. take care of the people that I really want to take care of. So mm-hmm. it's literally my family. It's my family, my real estate te- team. It's you and Keith right? Mm -hmm. That's literally it. Those are the only people in my life that can get my attention whenever they want it, right? Love my parents to death. And if my mom calls or my dad calls, you better believe I'm going to try to answer, but, but I'm not going to stop everything and walk out of a meeting and answer. Mm -hmm. If one of you do walking out of a meeting and I'm answering, right? There's a small group of people that have access to me whenever they want it. Other than that, they don't. And I would just encourage us as people in general, but agents is create that list, right? You got to protect, you got to be able to say no to something, right? Or you're saying no to, you're saying yes to everything and no to the important things. That doesn't make any sense. So even having a, a, a group of people for me has been really impactful to know these mm-hmm. are the few people that get to get through and that's it. Mm. Right. And so, you know, and, and agents, I hope this is helpful. If it is, you can share it with your friends, but like, if this is an important and helpful conversation, tune in Thursday, genuinely, mm-hmm. Emily Smith came on and we had a phenomenal conversation with her a little bit different. We actually talked about balance, you know, pre-show, we just learned so much about her and thought this would be a great person to talk to. And one of the things that stuck out to me a lot was she said, the important piece is aligning with like-minded people who have like-minded purpose. It's not okay to just say, well, let's I'll go to the business to make a bunch of money and sell a bunch of homes. Like, no, what's your real purpose? Is it to actually create life and have a business, right? If it is like, who's around you, who's encouraging you? Like you said, Tyler, who's around you, who's encouraging you to mm-hmm. help you hold fast to your priorities. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 she was just really good. I mean, what are some of the things mm-hmm. that stuck out to you yeah. as we kind of tease that out for Thursday? No, yeah. Hers was awesome. She's clearly an exceptional awesome. leader. She's very articulate. She, she has phenomenal nuggets throughout it. So um, definitely yeah. tune in on Thursday. Um, one of the things that she talked about, I didn't actually get to it in the episode. So I'm going to say it now was she was sharing anecdotes about how she's planning with her family, a trip to Europe in, in years to come and how she's engaged her kids in that planning. She's a 16 and 11 year old daughter. 
And she takes this as an opportunity to share in the direction of their family, right? She's, mm-hmm. she's not just, she's not ad- adapting and kind of what we can easily do as parents or even as leaders in our team of the do this because I say so mindset, um, subconsciously or consciously, we can revert back to that because we are the creators and the visionaries and the directors of our teams, of our families. And, and that can pridefully become our subconscious mindset. She gives a phenomenal example of what it looks like to actively push that away, to reject that, and to lead really, really clearly and with intent, um, specifically in her family situation. She takes, she, she gives clear direction. This is how this is going to create value and, and, and grow you as my daughters so that you can see what we care about for our family and why we care about you guys. So what, why we care so much about y'all and in the same breath in your business, that's how effective leaders communicate um, trajectory and path forward for, for a company's success. It's not necessarily about putting a big visionary statement out there about putting these big lofty goals out there for people to run to. That's absolutely part of it. Don't hear me say that that's not a part of the equation, but tremendous leadership is is really, really clear articulation of the direction that we're going, how we're going to do it, and why in every step of the way um, we're making the decisions that we are and incorporating the team into that. You know, when we talk about our core G, like you talk about the people that we are with all the time, the people that have our attention at all times, having very, very clear communication with them on where we're going, what we're trying to accomplish, and getting feedback from them along the way so that we're all pulling on the same side of the rope to use another. That's, that is it, man. Like that, that is what leading is. That's what living life with people is. That's prioritizing things clearly. And that is success. I mean, I mean, it's, it's the process of doing those things consistently. So she does a great job. Go ahead. Yeah, I definitely listen. I mean, it's a phenomenal episode and, you know, I'd say this as we wrap it up and for the sake of uh, being disciplined myself, right? And we've got friends coming over. They're going to be here in a few minutes for dinner. So I'm going to go help my wife. But I, I want to say this last thing. This agent is generally why we are passionate about helping you build, generate more leads, have more leverage and more life. This is why we started the leverage model. This is not meant to be a sales pitch. I genuinely want you to hear my heart behind this. We started this and I was sharing it earlier behind the scenes, I think with Emily, but here's my heart behind it. We, we know we had to go through your business to help, right? But what I really desire at the end of the day is, you know, a, a young kid. I, I always talk, think about this young kid, a young kid who can come up to us and say, because of the help that you gave to my mom or my dad, I get to see them now. And I really am grateful for that, right? Like, that's my heart. I want you to have a great business, but be able to come home, right? I want you to feel like you can protect your time. And that comes from the quality of the leads, right? That comes from generating more business so you can have more money and hire more leverage, right? Like, that's what we desire for you to be able to have the life that you have by design, which is not, we're never going to have that exactly, right? But to be able to say, you know what? I work nine to five and I hang out with my kids every morning and every night. Nobody gets to take that away. Or I get to go do and travel and do whatever whatever it is, right? That you're looking for. We genuinely want to help you with that because we want to change the, the life of the family. We want to change your relationships with the people around you. And we got to do that through your business. That's why we want to help you, right? Mm-hmm. Please reach out to us. If you feel like your life is out of balance, that's why we're here right? We want to help you and we're going to help you with your business. And then we're going to walk you along the path to help you get where you want to go. That's the heart behind this business. That's the heart behind the leverage model. Mm. And so I genuinely would love to talk to you all about that. Sign up for a call. It's totally free. Would love to learn more about you all. Would love to talk to you about this. And again, definitely listen on Thursday to our conversation with Emily Smith. I think you'll be encouraged as we were. So agents, thanks so much for tuning in. Share this with a friend. We'll see you next time. 
Thanks for listening to Serving Not Selling. And especially thank you for sharing the show with other salespeople and reviewing the show on your favorite podcast app. Every time you share the show, you are potentially changing someone's life. And if you're loving this whole business by relationship approach and you want help to start your own Perfect 36 Touch system, we can do most of that work for you. Just go to businessbyrelationships.com backslash chat to grab a time to chat with me to see if we're a good fit. And stay tuned for the next episode of Serving Not Selling.